Chronic Victory Podcast number 45. I'm your host, David Montez. Are you feeling lost today? Today we're going to talk about philosophy, some contradictions that you've heard, and also healing. And maybe we'll throw in some feeling lost, because sometimes even I feel like that. As I talk to you today, something happened to my spine again. I don't know what. I have to see a surgeon in two days, but I'm back to that point where some of you are right now, having a hard time standing, walking, even sitting. Even this is difficult, but that's okay. And isn't it funny how sometimes we feel like we're in a constant state of healing? But before I go any further, I have some good news from our friends and our affiliates at The Healthy Place. They sweeten the deal. So now you can go to findyourhealthyplace.com, use coupon code VICTORY, and save 20% all the time. How cool is that, man? You can also go to wildtheory.com for all your CBD needs. Wildtheory.com, use coupon code VICTORY. Also, save 20% all the time. I'm really excited about that. That's as good as the sale price. And thank you to everybody that's already utilized the coupon code VICTORY. This gives you even more reason to continue to use it to support local farmers here in the state of Wisconsin, support small businesses, support veterans, support your family, support your immune system, and overall just support yourself as well. Findyourhealthyplace.com, coupon code VICTORY, save 20% all the time. Let's jump into things. Quick update here. Things have kind of slowed down on social media. But there's still a lot of, there's a lot of things in the works right now. I'm talking to a lot of very interesting individuals who have a lot to say, and I'm going to be meeting with them in the upcoming weeks. Throw in a little surprise surgery that I'm probably going to have, and you can see how that might delay things. So even though there's a little space between podcasts coming out, yeah, there's going to be some delay there, and that's okay, and we'll deal with that. But I'm not done, not even close. The mission continues, and I will continue as long as I'm here. And here I am. Let's get into today. Are you feeling lost? You having a bad time? The season changed. The weather has changed in many places here in the States. And with that, a lot of people start to struggle more than they more than they were. It seems like with any with any change in your our actual external environment, internally we have some challenges. How do we adapt to that? Well, the good news is that we have the power to adapt. But whatever's blocking you or blocking the action that you want to take actually helps advance that. Actually helps advance action. What blocks action advances action. What stands in the way actually ends up becoming the way. So whatever you're dealing with right now, whatever those obstacles are, follow that path. That is your way. If you're feeling lost, take the path that's been presented to you. I made a post recently on Instagram that said, be fire. What that means is when the shit starts to pile onto you, are you going to just stay buried underneath it? Be like fire when the shit piles on top of you. You burn even brighter. You probably heard of turning obstacles upside down. I think a lot of people heard that. But do we, do we all know what that really means? 
it's it's one thing to just hear a, a quip or a quote, some sort of saying, and be like, oh yeah, neat. It's another to understand it and actually practice it and put it into action. Turning an obstacle upside down is, from what I understand, something that's been introduced by ancient Stoics and Stoicism. I've talked about Stoicism before, but it's the art of acting with a reverse clause. So there's always a way out or there's always another route to get you where you need to go. That those setbacks and those problems are expected. They're always expected, but never permanent. My spine thing, yeah, maybe given the right set of circumstances and a time way back when, would have this would have ruined me. I would I would mentally be just torn. But I know that either way, this is not permanent. I'm not dead. I haven't exhausted my resources or my actions yet to fix this problem. So it's not permanent. You know, this art, this art of acting with the reverse clause, it makes certain that what impedes us, you know, what gets in the way can actually empower us. Make certain of that. But this empowerment, this strength is not a set occurrence. It's not a guarantee. We have to allow it to occur with practice of virtue. Things like courage, humility, patience, resourcefulness, reason, and creativity is always a a good one to toss in there while you're doing these things. We have an advantage. Like I said before, we have the advantage of being able to accommodate and adapt to the things that happen to us. Conversely, though, all of this becomes void if we rise to anger, bitterness, frustration, hatred, if we let our ego run wild or the stress to weigh in on our decision-making. So at the core of this is philosophy. And philosophy seems to go unnoticed. This is what I've noticed, is that you, you'll hear the word. Sometimes you're, you'll even hear the word philosophy used incorrectly when two people are conversing, maybe arguing about something. But it just kind of flies under the radar. And I started asking myself today, like, why? Why is that? Philosophy has helped me. As I've told other people, you combine that with faith, philosophy and faith, and you're practically unstoppable. But why did it, it almost has a bad rep. Like, is it, it, do people just think it's boring? You know, personally, I think people are fearful of it, that they don't want to look at it. They don't want to look into it, or they just plain don't realize it's there. It's, it maybe it's something you can only learn in school. A lot of people seem to think that, oh yeah, I'm taking this philosophy class. Boring. And and it's funny that people think that way because learning it in a study hall, you know, by books, that's, that's a decent start. Books have their place. I, I've got into this with books, but the best way to learn and study philosophy and, and kind of keep up with it is applying it to daily life to your life. And in reference to philosophy, it's been said that you shouldn't walk out of it feeling pleasure, but pain for you aren't well when you enter it. And why is that? So I'll tell you, it's because healing hurts. In any case, there's a choice we have to make. Will we be stopped by obstacles that get in our way or will we plow through them? And this is where I hope to help you become what I call a rare breed. And what I mean by rare breed is those people that not only demonstrate that they have what it takes, 
but actually thrive and rally at each challenge where the challenges make them better than if they never had them at all. Can you think of anyone in your life, anyone that you know that's like that? Maybe somebody you look up to and you're just like, damn, anything that comes this person's way, they're able to not only handle it and deal with it and accept it, but they actually thrive and they're better because of it. And what makes that person so different from you? Truth be told, not much. Only the choice. Your choice. Will you stand up to the things that will inevitably fall in your way? Or will you do anything else? It's as simple as that. You can become that person you look up to. You can become that hero that you wish would come and pull you out from whatever you're going through. You can do that with choice, with that power to adapt. You know, just a little side note there. I got into it with uh, some family. I guess this was a number of months ago already. Time just flies by. But they were telling me that their life sucks. And I said, dude, it only sucks if you want it to suck. And they're like, no, this and this and this and this happened. And they're listing off all the stuff that's happened to them. And I said what other people have made me realize is true, that the only person responsible for your happiness is you. You know, we are responsible for our own happiness. All these things are going to happen, these circumstances, these events, these things that fall into our way. And sure, a lot of them suck. A lot of them can be painful. A lot of them hurt. A lot of them are sad. But do I take that sadness and do I feel sad because of that? Or am I making a choice there? Do I have that choice to adapt? You have the choice. You choose whether or not you're happy. Yes, of course we're going to be sad. Of course we're going to be frustrated. We're going to be pissed off, angry. We're going to lose hope at times. It's going to get dark. It's going to get tough. It's going to get dirty. And it's going to suck. But it's also going to make you better. I guarantee that. And you never lose that, that choice. Whether or not you want to take into consideration the things that you have the things that you're able to do, and all the good things that are still in your life. We take these things for granted all the time. We're really good at that. You know what else we're good at? We're good at cataloging what holds us back. We're so good at telling people why we're, we're too old or too short or too scared or too poor, too fat, too stressed, or don't have access to something or don't have any backers for this or don't have enough money. We're not confident enough. We have this problem, that problem. We're so good at that. Every obstacle is unique for us. But the responses are the same. Fear, frustration, confusion, helplessness, depression, anger. This obstacle, this thing, this issue that's eating at you every day. The problem that's preventing you from doing what you want to do. That thing you dread or you secretly hope would never have happened. What if it wasn't so bad? Do I have your attention yet? You ever feel like there's this invisible enemy kind of holding you down or boxing you in? You try to do something or get somewhere in life, but something blocks the path. Following and ruining every move you take, like every step of the way. You have just enough freedom to feel like you can move. Just enough that whole building and restarting thing, something always seems to stand in the way. 
So what do we do? Usually we do nothing. And then we start to blame. And then we talk. Talk, 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 talk. The truth is only one thing is at fault here, and that's our attitude and our approach. That's right. I'm talking about taking that extreme ownership of every facet of your life. It is 100% entirely possible to take what's been thrown at us and use it to propel us forward into life. I fully believe that. Now, talking about philosophy... Compare philosophy to physical therapy or some serious rehab. It's not necessarily a fun place to be. You know, it turns out that healing hurts. We establish that. You think of the you think of the physical therapists, the trained experts that know exactly where to put pressure onto you and what kind of stress to subject to you so that they can strengthen you. That's the goal, right? To strengthen you, strengthen the patient, where the patient's weak. They know the weaknesses. They help stimulate the areas of your body that have atrophied. Stoic philosophy is a lot like that. Some observations or exercises will touch one of your pressure points. It's supposed to hurt, man. It really is. And that's how you'll develop. That's how you'll develop the will to endure and persevere through life's difficulties. At the core of this, at the core of philosophy, is to strengthen. So if you, to put it even more simply, if you think about using your arm and just doing, uh, lifting a dumbbell and doing a dumbbell curl. Okay, really heavy weight. You lift the weight, you do the curl. Ow, that was not easy, that hurt. But what did you do? You strengthened your muscle. Philosophy is like that, not necessarily for your body although it definitely relates. But I would say, in my own words, for your soul, for your mental health, it strengthens all that. Guess what? Two days ago, I was going out for walks. I was doing my physical therapy. I was feeling good. Within a matter of hours, I can't do any of that. I'm upset. I'm not happy about it. But you know what? Mentally, I can handle this. I can endure this. I know it's not forever. And I'm going to actually flip this and use it to propel me into the mission that I set forth before me, which is to do this podcast and take what I'm struggling with, flip that obstacle upside down and deliver something that I hope somebody can take and use for their benefit. So by listening to this, this is me actively turning this obstacle upside down, acting with a reverse clause. There's always a way out or another route to get to where you need to go. The setbacks, the problems, they're expected, always. But they are not permanent. Well, what's the other thing that could happen? What's the other thing that could happen to make them not permanent? How could you say that? My illness, my my disease, my injury, it is permanent. Okay, I get it, but you're not hearing me. None of this is permanent. I'm talking about death. You know, maybe that's another side of why people, why I think people are fearful of philosophy. I don't think anybody would necessarily think it's fun to take a deep look into our own mortality. And it is quite painful to realize that. You know, that saying the truth hurts. That's true. Sometimes that that is very, very true. Just like philosophy can hurt because healing hurts. But at the end, the benefit of all this is that you have better perspective 
better perception on your environment, on your life, what's important and what really matters, which in turn helps your decision-making, helps you act. It allows you to persevere and endure the stuff, the stuff that's already come and put itself in your way and the stuff that hasn't happened yet, but will. It inevitably will. And once you get through that thing and the next or or these series of events, these bad things that are happening, there's going to be a next time. And you will deal with that too. And you will endure and be better from it. But remember, you have to make that choice. Then you have to put it into practice. And I hope if you haven't, start looking into philosophy. Start recognizing what virtues you might align with. Define them. Carry them with you. Learn more about them. I would recommend starting with Stoic philosophy in particular. Now, last thing I want to touch on here is contradictions. This has been weighing on me a lot. And maybe in past podcasts, I've even said some of this stuff like, you got to do this and you got to do that. And, And yeah, although that may be true, maybe there's some things I've talked about and discussed that, and with other people in particular, that we've only kind of discussed the one side of things. But there's there's two sides to every coin, if you know what I'm saying. Let's talk about this one first, this contradiction here. Not to rush into things for which we haven't prepared. And I'm talking about being patient, or just patience in general. Don't rush into the things that you haven't prepared for. Prepare, and then you will execute, and then achieve victory. That's, that's kind of the... Uh, That's the recipe, that's the equation that we all think about, that we all want to sort of model our lives after and follow. But then you hear the opposite. Just today I read something that said, talk, 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 kind of like a blah, blah, blah. People are always talking, they're not acting. Stop preparing, get up, go, move, do the thing, get your shit done. And I understand that too. So what's the right answer? Is it column A, where we don't rush into things and we have to prepare each time? Or is it column B, where we need to stop yakking and get to doing? The correct answer is C. It depends. See, this is this is where I think a lot of people get hung up by these kinds of contradictions. Is 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 they, they see it kind of black and white. And I was like this for a long time too. Where it's either one or it's the other. Maybe it's maybe it's column A for like a month. And then I say, things aren't working, this sucks, and I go column B. And then I get hurt because I'm just go, go, go all the time and I don't think about anything. This is a game that you can play both sides simultaneously. I mean, you could you could have one instance in your day, in daily life, where you prepare and not rush into things. Whereas minutes later, another instance or event happens in which you jump right in. You don't think about it, you do. Someone's like, hey, you want to do this thing with me? You want to go for a walk? Well, I don't know. You got to kind of prepare. How about you just go? Eh, Just an example. I'm not saying go for a walk. Although I do like walks. But it all depends. It all depends. You have some flexibility. You remember what I said in the beginning here? I'm going to keep going back to this. And that's that we have this ability. We have this advantage of being able to accommodate and adapt. Hell, even if you start by just rushing into something 
and just doing and acting and executing, which is all, which is admirable, right? That's, that's courageous. That's great. Well, and then you find out, oh, this isn't working. Something is wrong. Then stop. Don't rush into it any further. Start preparing. Study the weak points. Study the enemy. Study the, your environment. You know, whatever, whatever variables are presented to you in that case, or just quite the opposite, quite the opposite, where you are preparing and you're not rushing into something, but then you realize maybe you're over-preparing. Maybe you could have just done this and had it done by now. It's not such a big deal. So on a dime, you jump straight in, you execute, you get your task done, whatever it is. That's being flexible. That's being able to adapt. And we need to be that way. We need to be fluid like that. So that's just a contradiction that has been bothering me. And I hope it did a good job explaining that. Let's go to another one. And maybe you've heard this before. In order to achieve victory, one must dedicate every second and every resource into preparation and training. And when I read that, I was like, fuck yeah, get some. But hold on a minute. Conversely, it's my favorite word today. There's that other side of the coin. You'll even see the you'll even see the memes if you're a big Instagrammer like me, where it's like, what do they say? Just because you're chronically ill or you have XYZ pro it, it doesn't just have to be chronic illness. I shouldn't just hang it up on that. But just because you have so and so issues doesn't mean you have to spend every second of your day training and learning and blah blah blah. So for me, I have the mission of the podcast, right? To the mission. Simply put, to keep you in the fight. Stay in the fight, right? Now, if I spent every single second of every single day and used every single resource I have at my disposal to achieve said mission, I'd probably be burned out in about three hours. Eh, maybe three days. But still, nevertheless, I would burn out. I would start neglecting other parts of my life. My children, my wife. I even do that now where I, rec I realize... And I recognize when it happens where I'll be on Instagram or I'll be typing something, I'll be reading my books, and anytime they're being loud and playing and doing something, I get upset. I'm a kind of grumpy old man style, just like, trying to read my books. Brr. And then I realize, well, hang on a second. This is the stuff that I've been wanting my whole life. I need to be in this moment. I need to be with them right now. I need to adapt. I need to have that flexibility. I need to put the book down. I need to take a break from this. I need to come back to this later at a more appropriate time. And I need to be with those kids. I need to watch them while they're young. Watch them play with their toys. Get involved. Read them a book. Talk to my wife. Ask her how her day is. Ask her how she's feeling. Ask her what she's thinking about. I don't care if that sounds stupid. I still do it. Because I do care. And I love her. But it goes back to being flexible. It goes back to adapting. I totally understand this now. When people say... No, if you want to achieve something like this quote here, I'm taking this from a quote from a book. In order to achieve victory, one must dedicate every second and every resource into preparation and training. I hold that to be true. Well, look at you, David. You just contradicted yourself. That's right, because we're talking about contradictions. I believe that to be true. However, I think what this person is talking about is consistency. They're not going to say that because they're sticking to sort of the core elements of, of what they want to what they want you to know. I mean, there's only so much room on a page. What they mean, what I think this really means is to, yes, if you want to achieve something, put your best effort into it, use your resources, prepare properly. It's really hard to say. And train. 
whether that be training your mind with information, reading books, talking to people, or physical training with your body, because physical training trains you for life. Yet, you could still dedicate every second and every resource into preparation and training to achieve your victory and still have a good balance in your life. So just just because I take a break from the mission, I take a couple days off to recover, to be with family, to do other things, because I'm just a human like you guys. It doesn't mean I'm not still thinking about it. It's not still there in the back of my mind. I still have plans to carry out. I still have plans to execute. I have things to do. And it's not that I wait and wait. It's about doing it at the appropriate time. I can't stay up 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the next three weeks and just achieve the mission. That's not reasonable. You know, if we followed this verbatim, this in order to achieve victory, one must dedicate every second and every resource into pro- into preparation and training. Well, you could also say, well, they didn't talk. They didn't tell you about sleep. So I guess you, you have to use every second and just not sleep and stay. You see what I'm saying? If we took that too literally, we wouldn't even sleep. I th- and it's we all know how important rest is. I'm not even going to go into that. But I think you get my point there where they're talking about doing your best, putting in the time, and when it is the appropriate time, use every second, but also have that balance between everything else and the things that you're trying to achieve. So that one has been weighing on me for a long time, that contradiction there. And I can't believe it took me this long to kind of put it out here, but that's all right. We got to it. We can't do this life thing half-assed, half-heartedly. There's no time off from it. Even when you're doing the other stuff, the pleasure stuff, the leisure time, being with family, we're always preparing for what life might throw at us later down the road. But when it does, we ought to be ready. We ought not to stop until we've handled it. So beware the contradictions out there. You can still agree with one side of the coin. Maybe you see a post, you like it, but then you think it's that is the way. It's only one way to do things. Use both ways. Use multiple ways. Don't just take the two sides of each contradiction that I've talked about. There's got to be even more, multiple ways. I mean, countless amounts of ways of handling things or, or dealing with these situations that you find yourself in. With the key note being that we have the advantage. We have the advantage of being able to accommodate and adapt. Remember that. Use that and stay in the fight. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you heard something that inspired you and that you continue to tune in. Feel free to reach out to me on social media or by email. Also, if you're in a position to donate, I have a Patreon account set up to support this podcast and the community behind it. Whatever you're going through and whatever your situation is, stay in the fight.